0: Gentlemen, welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Dagie,
1: and I'm your co host, Drew Dave. Welcome to episode 110 of Spur of the Moment.
0: Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs got a dub last night against the Detroit Pistons by a score of 121 to 109. Great to get one. I know that's two of the bottom four teams in the NBA, but it was nice for the Spurs to get a home win against the Pistons, who are by Drew's account, the worst team in the NBA. And I think they showed it that easily. Um, So we had a lot of good things, but uh, Trey Jones had a great night and just a big contributing uh, from a bunch of the Spurs in a weird statistical oddity. We had four different players score nine points, which was interesting, just four bench players. So that was awesome results for our bench. Drew, what were your thoughts about last night's game?
1: Yeah, I think it was a very good win against the Detroit Pistons. I expected us to win by about 16, and we won by 12. We had a couple young guys make great shots, including Malachi Branham, Trey Jones, um, Stanley Johnson, and just a really good shooting game. In this game, we shot 55% from the field and 37% from the three-point line, and 84% from the free throw line. So I think a really good win against the Detroit business.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up Stanley Johnson because I really liked his game. He didn't miss a single shot, knocked down three threes, just really came in clutch for us. He also grabbed four boards and dished out two assists. Uh, Jay Rich hit a three. Malachi Branham hit a couple threes, but one was the dagger, and so that was pretty big for the Spurs. So a great win. Uh, we're still in the lottery standing, so that still sits, but uh, as we're creeping up on the halfway point of the 2022-2023 season. Let's get to the next segment of our show, and this is the Greg Popovich interview, and, of course, he was happy, and he was talking a lot about Trey Jones. You know, he does that, and Trey just gives you everything. Both ends. He's driving it to the hole, he's trying to make passes, he's playing D. Uh, and he reminds me a lot of Corey joseph in that way that's why we signed him
1: uh,
0: you know I, I see those things in players
1: but when he dribbled into four different guys and lost it you know, I, didn't, I never
0: saw that before. I, I didn't know he was going to do that but from there i told you know stan i don't care a bunch of threes but when the young kid when malachi made the big one down the stretch that sealed the game uh, and he stepped right up you know, short clock or low clock, whatever, and he knocked it down. So I thought that was pretty good on his part. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, he missed a couple of free throws. You know, he hung his head a little bit, but, you know, he's just learning that there's a lot of games during the season. and you're going to miss free throws, you're going to do whatever. And that next play is the most important, not the one that you just made a great shot or missed two free throws. It doesn't matter. You go to the next one. All right. So that's Greg Popovich after this big win for the Spurs. And players that didn't play for the Spurs were Katie Bates, Diop, and Devin Vassell. Let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who are your top two?
1: Yeah, so for my number one top two, I went with Trey Jones, who had 25 points, three assists, three rebounds, two steals, shooting 11 of 18 from the field, and one of three from the three-point line. In 32 minutes, an outstanding game from Trey Jones. He's really having a pretty good season here. Um, six assists per game, 13 points a game. Quietly having a pretty good season. My second top two, I'm going to go with Jakob Pertle who nearly had a triple-double. In this game, Jakob pertle had 11 points, 16 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks. He shot 4 of 5 from the field in 32 minutes three or four from the free throw line. A great night from Jakob Pertle. And that is my number two on the top two.
0: Yeah, Jakob had a great game. And and I really liked that uh, that you included him on yours. Because um, I didn't have it. And, uh, but I did have Trey Jones. What a game. Golly. That was an awesome night for him with his 25 points. And really 11 of 18. And just Trey being Trey. Real likable guy. He also had a couple steals as well. So... Uh, Great night just overall for Trey Jones. He was my number one. My number two was the guy we just heard Pop talking about off the bench, Malachi Branham, who ended up with 14 points and he knocked down two threes. But like we said, the one that was the dagger in the Pistons heart, and that was Malachi Branham. And he's really become a pretty good presence for us guys. And Hey, I just need to get this out of here. He's only 19 years old, and he's doing a lot of good things. So the future is bright, San Antonio. If you can just see the the forest through the trees, I think there's a lot of good days ahead, and I think Malachi Brown's going to be a big part of those. All right, let's get to the bottom two, Drew.
1: Yeah, so for my number one bottom two, I went with Isaiah Roby. In seven minutes, Isaiah had two points and really nothing else. He had... Shot 0 of 2 from the field and 0 of 1 from the three point line in seven minutes. So Isaiah Roby is my number is my number one on the bottom two. My second bottom two out with Jeremy Sohan, 10 points, eight boards, shot 5 of 9 from the field, but five turnovers is what got him on the bottom two. And it was tough to come up with the bottom two, so he ended up making it on the bottom two. So those are my two bottom two. All right,
0: yeah, I had Roby as well, and uh, he came in after Keldon went out and. Just 0 of 2, 0 of 1 uh, from three-point land. Ended up hitting a couple of free throws, but tis two points in seven minutes for Isaiah Roby, and maybe that's what he needed. I mean, I I hate to say it with an injury, you know, from obviously Keldon, but Roby getting some minutes. Maybe he just needs to get back on the right track. Next one, I also had Sohan. Five turnovers did it for me, and that was. Just a clear-cut bottom two for me. So I know Drew doesn't think I'll ever go Sohan on the bottom two, but that's two times in the past week I've had him there. I do love the guy, and I think he's great, but uh, that's that's that. All right, let's get to our question of the day. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, you can always text us at 512-540-1626 to ask your question on the uh, Spur of the Moment podcast. And uh, Drew, what do you got for us?
1: Yeah, so this question comes from Jeff in San Antonio. This question asks, how long do you think Devin Vassell will be out for?
0: Well, based on what I've heard, it's going to be after the all-star break. For those that don't know, arthroscopic surgery is just kind of a cleaning up of the tissue and the knee and everything. and So it's got to heal after the surgery. But all indications show after the all-star break. Uh, based on what the Spurs are saying. And you never know how an injury and how a player heals from that. So it could be later, could be earlier. But I, I think that's a good progressive timeline. What do you think?
1: Yeah, so that is what Greg Popovich said on Friday. Um, he said that it would be about a little, about a couple of weeks after the All-Star break. So that's what we heard from Greg Popovich.
0: All right. Next segment of our show is this day in Spurs history. And I'm doing something tonight that I can't remember Happening before it may have been, but this day in Spurs history, I'm going back to January 6th, 2001. And on this day in Spurs history, the Spurs also played the Pistons, also beat the Pistons by a score of 108 to 101. The Pistons were led by Jerry Stackhouse, who scored 34 points. The Spurs, though, listen to this line from David Robinson what an awesome night 29 points, 22 rebounds. And five blocks. So that was David Robinson as your leading scorer for the Spurs. This was also at the time of the Twin Towers. You had Tim Duncan who had 24 points, 13 rebounds, and five blocks. So we're talking uh, 35 rebounds between the Twin Towers alone and 10 blocks between the Twin Towers alone. Derek Anderson also chipped in with 17 points and six assists, and Antonio Daniels had 16 points and six assists, as the Spurs pushed their record to 21 wins, 11 losses, and the Detroit Pistons fell to 14 and 20 overall, and that is this day in Spurs history, 2001. All right, time to preview the upcoming game, and it doesn't get any easier for the Spurs as the Celtics, the final two team from last year, come rolling in the town, and and the Celtics are loaded. Drew, what can you tell us about Boston?
1: Yeah, so you're right. The Celtics team is absolutely loaded. I feel like the Celtics team is probably going to make the finals or at least the conference championship. But this Celtics roster is very good, with their superstar being Jason Tatum, who's averaged 31 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. I think they have two superstars. I also think Jalen Brown's a superstar. He's been averaging twenty seven points, seven rebounds, three assists. Malcolm Brogdon, who they got over the offseason, he's averaging thirteen points, four rebounds, four assists. Marcus Smart great defensively. Derek White great defensively. And a lot of other guys that just do their play their role in the Celtics roster that just makes them so good. What are your thoughts on the Celtics team?
0: Yeah, I, the Celtics are good. They got a lot of depth and I know um they're getting uh Williams back, if I'm not mistaken. The the time lord they call him in fantasy uh, basketball. Robert Williams is back for them. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that just makes their rob- him and Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Tatum. They they are loaded. Uh, I mean, Derek White was a big time player for us, but I think he's coming off the bench for them and doing a lot of good things for them. So Celtics, it's going to be a tough test for the Spurs. Who's your player to go off, and
1: what do you predict? Yeah, so for my player to go off is gonna be Jeremy Sohan. I'm going with him again. He's my player to go off. But my prediction for this game, I'm gonna go with the Celtics to win this game by eighteen points. I think it could get ugly real fast. So those are my predictions for this game.
0: All right. Well I have uh Jay Rich, Josh Richardson as my player to go off. And I have the Celtics winning this one by twelve. I think it's a tough test for the Spurs and against a really good team, but uh I mean, you know, hopefully we can keep it a little closer to that. I think the Vegas, Vegas line is sitting somewhere around that. But uh, that's what I have them at. And uh, hopefully the Spurs can prove me wrong and pull it out. So that brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. And, Drew, would you take us home, please?
1: Yes, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, go Spurs, go!